Hello everybody, Simon Butler here with something a little bit different. No review this week. Um, I've been looking at my list of games to review and become quite disheartened by it, uh, which gave me pause for thought. So the title of this brief discussion is why are the vast majority of ZX Spectrum games so absolutely appalling? Or are they? You check online and, you know, you, you Google the general question how many games were released for the Spectrum and it's round about um, 1900, 2000, something like that with a lot more of um, from the homebrew side, but back in what they call the golden years, 2,000 games, and yet when you look online and you look um, at titles of sites to visit, videos to watch, It'll start off with the six essential ZX Spectrum games, the ten essential ZX Spectrum games. And it never really goes beyond a hundred games that defined the ZX Spectrum. Now, if we take that as rote, um, so that's cast in stone, What's wrong with the other 1900? Why don't people talk about them as much? Why are there not websites saying hidden gems you really must play, games people rarely speak about but are actually very, very good? Are the other 1900 games really that bad? Or were... Were we somehow conditioned by the press of the time to believe that um, the crash smashes, the um, the games that got 9 or 10 out of 10, they were the only ones worth spending any time with? Surely nobody is naive enough to believe that we only bought those games. I mean... <clears throat> I remember buying just about anything and everything. Uh, I was in the rather fortunate position to be working in the industry and earning a salary that allowed me to buy numerous games every week. And I would go to my friend Arthur's house and not only would we play the latest hits in inverted commas, but I would bring along stuff that I'd bought at the newsagents or from um, one of the many game stores in Liverpool. So we'd, we'd have a look at anything and everything. Sadly, I don't really remember the other games, the games outside of um, the classics, as they are now called. 
I'm looking at a list on Wikipedia. God. And lunar crabs, punchy, dilithium lift, violent universe, Brad blasts the galactic barbarians, run baby run, Xadom, I'm pronouncing it like that because it begins with an X, Quackers, Spectipede, well, I kind of guess what that one is, but yeah, there are shed loads of titles that I instantly recognize, but not being one of those people who constantly played 8-bit games from their inception to date, having gone on record as saying, I would rather chew my own leg off than play these old games again. Um, But that does not mean that I don't recognize their worth. But I just keep going. Vampire Village, going down the list. Um, Enduro, Pirate Adventure, um, Turmoil. Oh, there's Steve Davis Snooker. Um, Thompson Twins Adventure. I actually think I had that on strange, strange cassette somewhere. Uh, I don't know where I got that one from, but I don't think I ever played it. But um, being a big Thompson Twins fan, seeing them many times live, um, strange, I don't remember that one. I mean, there's a game here, I can't even... Yanked. Y-E-N-G-H-T from Dynamic Software. The Runes of Zendos. Now, an awful lot of you probably recognise these games, but I sure as hell don't. Um, Her Razor from Hersoft. I'm looking at a list that is 1975, 1,975 games long. And while a lot of the titles do leap out at me instantly... Um, some just mean nothing, absolutely nothing. Um, Dusk over Elfinton, Scepter of Baghdad, Satcom, all from Atlantis Software. I don't even remember Atlantis Software. Or Bandit Video Games. Um... Surely to God, out of between 1975 and 2000 games, they can't all, the vast majority of them cannot all be stinkers. Having been to the amazing venue, the Retro Computer Museum, they have a wall of game covers and... I recognise a lot of them when I visit, but some just bring about a tumbleweed moment, as does this list.
Wolfan from Bulldog, the island of Dr. Destructo, Shard of Innovar, Jackal and Wide, good grief, Zulu Wars. Now, somebody uh, the other day was saying this. It is sad that these games are disappearing. Um, they will vanish into the ether. Should they? If, as this equation suggests, if there are only a hundred classics, what you really call classics, and the rest are uh, comprised of a smaller number that are fondly remembered, and then the rest, the other thousand, are absolute, absolute clunkers. Should we let them disappear? Is their disappearance totally justified? These videos, these websites that suggest that a very small minority are the classics, are the ones that define a machine. I mean, it it kind of, it rains on the parade, being polite, of all the other games and the hard work that people put in to develop these games. It kind of denigrates them. The hundred classics, in inverted commas, suggests that the other 1900 aren't worth aren't worth your time or effort to even even load up and look at or even google them to see a screenshot there's a vast number of them that are highlighted in red which means that there's nothing online about them or at least not on wikipedia is this something to be mourned is this a topic we should be saddened by? I mean, I'm on the list and I'm only up to 1987. Let's go even further along. What the hell is it? I mean, okay, I probably wouldn't be expected to know. Kerulen Los Petas um, from Iba Software or Sabrina. Uh, toy Acid Game. Passing Shot. Um, Gregory Loses His Clock from Don Priestley. That name rings a bell, but I, um, a teacher and former game programmer who wrote over 20 commercial games. See, there you go. A lot of these people wrote games in multiple figures. And a lot of these people their games may not be included in the classics list. I wonder how that makes them feel. I mean, surely to God, none of mine have ever crept into a classics list. Um, maybe games that I was vaguely associated with, things possibly like Shadowfire. Hold on, one second, coffee. But when you've got 2,000... And if you, even with the, the most hardened Spectrum fan, 
if you showed them this list. It would be interesting to find someone who who could actually say, oh yes, Micro Mouse goes debugging from Mastertronic Plus. I remember that. Uh, that is a... And then says, you know, what genre that falls into. Oh, it's a top-down, it's a side-scroller, it's a puzzle game, it's a platformer, that kind of thing. But how many out of this 2,000 can even the most hardened retrohead name and remember the details of? It is quite... Um, it's puzzling. It's quite saddening. And... Maybe if you reach out to Fusion Retro um, or if there is some way of answering this question, come back to me on this. Why are the classics, why are the great games so few out of 2,000 titles? These games really do need to be remembered a lot better than they are. And when it's Simon Butler saying that, the old, I wouldn't play these games in a million years, there might be something in it. What do you think? <laughs>